Welcome to the We Can Relate podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Berry. I'm so glad you're listening today, either Apple, iTunes, or Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast downloads from, even over on our website at wecanrelatepodcast.com. We're so glad you're listening, and I'm just thankful that you're back for another week with me. I will say it's lonely here again in the studio, but I have been kind of overwhelmed with how many of you have reached out and been encouraging me um, to keep on plugging, even if I can't have the girls here, which I know all of us would prefer. Um, but it has been really nice. I was super nervous last week, um, being here alone, recording by myself, producing by myself, doing all those things. So um, I'm I'm thankful that each of you have tuned in and listened for again um, for another week and for all the kindness that you shared with me via text or Facebook Messenger or reaching out on Instagram. That was so sweet. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, and so thanks so much to each of my dear friends who have done those little kind reach outs. And that's kind of um, goes back last week, we talked about um, writing a gratitude note or a thank you note to someone. So even if it ended up being a message to someone, I think that counts. So um, let me know how that went for you. If you were able to write a gratitude note or share with someone how much they mean to you. Um, A handwritten note is always nice. But even if it was a sweet text or just a word of kindness, I think right now we could all use that. So keep it up. Don't let that be a one week only thing. Let's keep the kindness flowing. I want to get started like always with a drink and okay, there's kind of two drinks today. One I'm going to drink and one I'm going to talk about drinking that I've already had and we're going to make again in a couple weeks. But so today what I'm actually drinking is from Onyx Coffee Lab in Bentonville, Arkansas. They actually ship all over the country. Um, I was in Bentonville this weekend and went to their little adorable coffee shop and because of COVID we couldn't go inside. We could just peer through the windows and admire all of the baristas in there working away. They have tons of espresso machines. They do fresh um, sourced small batch roasted daily coffee. They source from all over the world and they are really unique. And so I just asked the the girl who was ringing me up, I had their pumpkin latte, their almond pumpkin latte, which was delicious. And um, I just asked her, I said, hey, I want to buy some of your coffee to take home. What's your most popular one? And she told me that this it's called Southern Weather is their most popular. And so I got a little 10 ounce box of it, which was packaged so cutely. And you'll remember from last week, packaging gets me every time. So I love the sweet little box and package that it was in. And I brought it home and made it for my husband and I yesterday, maybe day before was our first time having it. OMG, so good, so smooth. I'm drinking it again today out of my new coffee mug from my mom that has chickens on it. Shout out, mom. Thanks for the coffee mug. And the coffee is just, it's extraordinary. I can't go on enough about it. So today, before I was getting ready to record the podcast, I'm like, I want to tell everyone about how awesome it is. Um, So I went to their website and I found, and I'm so thrilled about this. They are doing a coffee advent calendar. And so I love a good wine advent calendar or cheese advent calendar, but I never thought of a coffee advent calendar. And um, you can pre-order it now on their website. Um, It's onyxcoffeelab.com. That's O-N-Y-X coffeelab.com. They're not sponsoring the podcast or anything. I just want you to try it because I think it's great, but that will include 24 um, days of little individual sized coffees with um, that they all have a single origin coffee with a wide range of processing methods and varieties. And each day for 24 days, you'll get a two ounce bag of whole bean coffee. So you'll need to grind it yourself, which is always so much better anyway. 
So check out onyxcoffeelab.com and order your advent calendar. So you guessed it. We're going to be talking about that. It's coming up soon. We're going to try all of those coffees that they send um, in the advent calendar. But also they have just some neat little boxes and things that you can do. They also... Um, they make their own, uh, they have a creamery, they make their own iced latte. Um, they just have some unique things on their website. So check them out. And I would highly recommend the Southern Weather um, Black Coffee. It's delish. So that's my drink two weeks in a row, black coffee. That means one of two things. Either I've given up drinking or it's finally cold in the Midwest. And actually, you'll be glad to know it's just that it's finally cold in the Midwest. It's like 54 here right now. So it's great sweater weather and I'm enjoying sipping coffee at all hours of the day. So that's mainly why I'm drinking it again this week. It was just a coincidence. But what I had in my notes to talk about today is actually not coffee. I wanted to talk about moon tea. And so moon tea you make like you would make sun tea where you put out ingredients in water and set them out in the sun. However, you make moon tea under the full moon. And this month in October, we have two full moons. We had one two weeks ago and I made my first ever batch of moon tea. Um, I used a mason jar and some, I used an Earl Grey tea bag, which a true herbalist would not use a tea bag. Probably they would have their own dried herbs to do um, whatever kind of tea they wanted. And um, so I didn't really have enough um, dried herbs to do that. So I did an Earl Grey tea bag, some fresh or some dried lavender from my garden from the summer and some lemon balm leaves and uh, set it out in the bright moonlight overnight during the full moon. And um, in the mason jar and I just put saran wrap over the top instead of a, a flat lid. And then I put the, um, the ring on the jar and left it sitting out overnight and enjoyed moon tea for a couple days afterwards. So I want to know if you've ever had moon tea, if you've ever heard of moon tea, it's kind of a new thing um, for me, but I've really enjoyed making it. And then I also made some little jars up for some of my girlfriends I was going to see the next day. Um, so you can make moon tea within a couple days on either side of the full moon because it's still very bright out and the moon is rather full for a few nights. So you don't have to make it on only the night of the full moon. You could make it a night or two before, a night or two after, and still get a, a really similar effect. And so I had a meeting the next day with some um, dear friends that are clients of mine, and I made little tiny pint jars. I put a few of those ingredients I mentioned in each jar and um, sent it with them to make their own moon tea. So we had a fun little text message exchange about them setting out their moon tea and and trying it for the first time. So um, you can put all sorts of herbs in a jar with tepid or room temperature water and set it out overnight. Um, measurement wise, you want about from a teaspoon to up to a tablespoon worth of dried herbs to make the tea. So maybe um, you have some fresh or dried chamomile or you have peppermint or anything along those lines that you might like in a tea, you can use dried herbs for, or you could buy some dried herbs. Or if you're somewhat lame like me, you could do a little combination. You could do an actual tea bag and then maybe add some other ingredients with it. And I totally lied. I did not use um, Earl Grey. I used chamomile tea. I don't know what I was thinking. I had a box of chamomile. I wanted to try it with Earl Grey, but I, I had chamomile on hand. So that's what I used. Anyway, so I'll post my little recipe and a couple pictures um, on the Insta story about uh, my moon tea experience. And it's meant to um, be something fun to do, but also um, it's believed to have healing properties and be something that's really good for you. And I will say it did taste a lot stronger than I anticipated. It's kind of was sweeter than just making the tea with hot tea in the house. Um, and it had a really unique flavor. And I, I was really impressed by 
how different it tasted rather than what I expected. So um, anyway, try that. See if you like it. We have another full moon coming up. Creepiness on Halloween. So not only do we have a full moon, we have... Um, we're falling back in time and it's Halloween all the same weekend. So you'll have a good reason to get your witchcraft on and do some fancy potions and make some moon tea out the end of this month. And so that's a rare occurrence that we get two full moons in one month in order to be able to have the opportunity to make a moon tea. So um, and make sure and Google some of the different like um, old wives tales about it, which is going to be one of the topics we're talking about today. Um, when I made mine, I kind of got all like Halloweeny, spooky season feeling, you know, basic white girls spin my pumpkin spice lattes, making moon tea, wearing a big floppy felt hat, just doing all the fall things. And it made me think about um, some of the old wives tales, maybe that you grew you were grown up with or you've heard or your grandmother talked about or your mom still believes in. And so I started looking some of them up. And the funniest part to me is that so many of the things that are considered old wives tales are just things I believe to be true. <laughs> They're just things that are casually talked about or part of my life or what have you that I never really thought of as old wives tales. So um, I want to read you a few of the ones that from this article, it was titled Crazy Old Wives Tales. And it says, um, one of them is, if you pull a single gray hair out, that two more will appear in its place. I guess I, I'm, I've always thought that. I know it's true because I used to pluck them out like crazy in my early 20s. And by my mid 20s, I have mostly gray hair. And now by my mid 30s, I'm gray. So um, it's true. No matter what uh, this article says, if you pull gray hair out, just know two more coming in its place. 100% true. But I did not realize that was like considered an old wives tale. And so um, it's just kind of funny reading through these. And um, one of the things that shared was that there are so many people that believe in superstitions and things like old wives tales that they actually don't shop on Friday the 13th, that Friday the 13th in any month, it's estimated that in the U.S., businesses lose 800 million to 900 million in business all because people are too superstitious to go out uh, on their normal and do their normal things on those days but there's no tangible evidence to suggest that this day is any more unlucky than any other day so it's just like a prolific old wives tale that people believe it's an unlucky day and they try to hunker down and not go out which now is no different than daily life every day is friday the 13th in 2020 it feels like but that was super interesting to me. Um, and then one a lot of us girls have probably done or heard of is that if you take your wedding ring and put it on a string, it, it, it'll swing back and forth and determine the sex of your child. If you hold it over your pregnant belly or over your wrist, it'll tell you how many kids you're going to have, yada, yada. I don't know that mine was ever right. I think it always did show I was going to have a boy, but it was something that like multiple women in my family and at every baby shower I had, they all wanted to know like, did you do the ring test? Did you do that? So that is actually an old wives tale. And, um, you know, people report obviously that they're accurate so that that's why they continue to do, but there's no scientific evidence that that is correct. It's just something that we do and we believe in and we just move on. So anyway, um, this was not something I would ever assume was an old wives tale. I thought it was just, I don't know what moms say. It's a, which I guess we're old moms or old wives. Um, it says sitting too close to the television screen will make you go blind. Well, yeah, that's not an old wives tale. Duh. We all know if you sit too close, don't go blind. Right? Like, come on. That's truth. I, I don't know where the superstition is there anyway. And if there is no truth to it, who cares? I'm still telling my kid that. 
So let's see what else. I'm scrolling through a little bit. Um, oh, cracking your knuckles will give you arthritis. I've got some chiropractor friends that might agree or unagree or disagree with that. I mean, but um, I didn't know that would be considered an old wives' tale. I thought that was more like a health concern. So some of the things on the list were really kind of funny to me. Um, one was spilling salt would bring you bad luck. And then the other one is throwing salt over your shoulder to protect against evil. Um, and so those two things were kind of interesting. Like if you spill salt, it's bad luck. But if you throw salt, it's good luck. Um, of course, no science to back up either of those things. But um, one that is very well referred to and around my life is that, you know, if something bad happens, bad things, terrible things always happen in threes. So that was also kind of funny. I didn't really consider that an old wives tale. It was just, that's what it was. If something bad happened and then something bad happened again, like, okay, well, when's the other shoe going to drop or when's the other bad thing going to happen? Cause you know, bad things always happen in threes. I'm sure everyone has a superstition or something like that that you believe or don't believe in, but I really had a good time reading through this list. I just found it. I just Googled like, you know, best old wives tales and I found an article that said 25 crazy old wives tales. And so of course I had to click and read it. That was definitely clickbait for me. Um, one of them was, uh, if someone, if your ears are ringing, someone's talking about you. I've heard that hundreds of times, or if your ears itching, someone's talking about you, um, this one I had not heard, but I'm going to start because I'm feeling ancient these days. My back's kind of hurting. Um, I got lots of gray hair, but it's, uh, it says that if you carry an acorn around, you can stay young forever. The oak tree is known for its unusually long life and hauling around the seed of the tree, people hope to achieve the same longevity. Um, maybe that's kind of interesting. Maybe that's something I should be trying. Hey, it's just an acorn. Just pick it up and put it in your pocket. Put it, put, 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 put it, put it in your purse. And if you don't know that movie reference, then we can't be friends. Um, let's see what else. Um, picking up a penny for good luck. I, um, find a penny, pick it up all day long. You'll have good luck. Totally believe in it. I have a friend, I call her Jenny Penny. Every time I pick up a penny, I think of her. I think of her parents. It's a memory that she always had at Penny from Heaven from her parents. And she has really um, touching stories about different times that she found a penny in situations that made her think of her mom or her dad, who she had both lost. And so um, that one's when you can't tell me is an old wives tale. I believe it 100% to be true. So you see a penny, you can pick it up and have good luck. But you can also look at it as a penny from heaven. So um I don't think that's an old wives tale. Fight me. Um, let's see what else. I'm going to scroll through and make sure I didn't miss any of the good ones. I kind of picked and chose the ones that were the best. Um, oh, this one. So many people told me this. If you dab whiskey on your baby's gums, it'll help with their teething pain. Um, I would not recommend doing that. I don't condone giving alcohol to babies, but I had so many people tell me to do that to my son when he was teething. I instead opted for, you know, Tylenol and those and some frozen foods and an ice pack and we, we survived. So, um, and then, oh, this one's a good one too. I still tell my kid this is why he can't chew gum. It's like if you, it says if you swallow gum, it takes years to digest it. It's not actually true, but it also is really bad on your digestion. You should not swallow gum. (laughs) Um, but I want to keep my telling my kid that just so he doesn't accidentally swallow gum and let's see there's a couple more here I think oh this is a good one 
you should not cross your eyes because they'll get stuck that way. Anyone else been told that? If you looked at your parents cross when you were a kid, I've been told that a time or two. And I kind of believe it because it hurts to cross your eyes. What if they did get stuck? That would be terrible. Uh, one thing that I've heard recently is kind of a fortune or good fortune is about saying rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. The minute you wake up on the first day of a new month is to bring good fortune. So I've actually only been able to master this like two different months this whole year, but I was hoping it would break the curse of 2020 if I could wake up and the first thing I said was rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know its origins, but supposedly if you do that on the first day of a new month, each month, it will bring you good fortune. So typically the first thing I say is like, where's my coffee? or stop kicking me to my toddler, or roll over, or give mama more room. (laughs) So um, most months I don't wake up saying something like rabbit, 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 but there have been two times that I was reading about um, it the first time, and then I saw like a reminder on a Facebook page that I follow, and I was like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to remember to say rabbit, rabbit, rabbit when I wake up. So we'll try that again on November 1st, and since we're falling back in time and it's a full moon. Maybe it'll be some super good voodoo and we'll have a better November than we've had the rest of 2020. But anyway, moving along to our next topic, I do want, I want to drop some of the, of my favorite old wives tales and some of the most like ridiculous ones that I read too. I didn't share quite all of them, but I've, I found some that are just so asinine that were unbelievable. I'll, I'll share some of those too. Like rubbing horseradish on your chest can cure a cold. I don't know about you, but even if it did cure a cold, I don't want to smell like horseradish for the next month. So I think I'll just tough it out. But anyway, um, if you're a believer in any of these old wives tales or you have a good one or a reason that, you know, you always have said this or do this a certain way, um, let me know. I can't wait to hear what maybe some different cultures or different places in different areas in the country. You know, we're in the Midwest, so maybe these are some very typical Midwestern old wives tales. So if you live somewhere else, I'd love to hear some superstitions or old wives tales that you believe in. All right. I think we talked about the coffee. We talked about the moon tea and we talked about some old wives tales. So now it's time for a product review. We didn't quite squeeze one in on um, the last podcast, but this um, this week I'm going to talk about one of my favorite things and everyone's probably going to make fun of me. I will post photos of it. It's my gardening vest. That's right. Gardening. I talked about starting to garden um, during quarantine and actually we had started our garden in February in the house. Um, prior to being locked down. And we were so glad we did because we had a lot of the supplies that sold out around the country. We had already bought all of that for this year. But I ordered, well, actually purchased it in person, um, a gardening vest from Duluth Trading Company. And we've talked about on previous episodes about the buck naked underwear that Leah and I buy our husbands, which are on sale, by the way, right now for $17.50 a pair. You should get some for your spouse. Um, we so because I get those advertisements now for their underwear, um, I started seeing all of their gardening stuff. They had these cute overalls, and they had like short overalls, and then they had this vest. And I really wanted to order it, but it was like seventy dollars, and I couldn't like I couldn't pull the trigger for an online purchase of a seventy dollar gardening vest. It just seemed a bit silly. But we happened to be at um, Duluth. There's one in Rogers, Arkansas. And we happened to stop by and just in person late this summer and I picked one up and it has room for me to pick up my chicken eggs. It has a little spot for my pruners. It has plenty of pockets, a little zipper pocket. I can put my cell phone in so I have it with me. Um, 
just tons of storage space. It's kind of army green. It's sleeveless, but it's a really lightweight wicking material. And so I get hot in the garden. So it's nice because it doesn't like add another layer of heat to me. It's like a little layer of sun protection and it wicks the, the sweat away. So I'm obsessed. I'm officially old. I'm in my mid thirties. I'm talking about making moon tea, old wives tales and a gardening vest today. So you may have tuned into this podcast originally to hear about like super modern things and skincare and great cocktails. And somehow in the course of a year, now we're talking about gardening, garden vest, the best black coffee to keep me going all day and how to make homemade moon tea. I may have gone off the rocker. I mean, I've fallen off the rocker. I'm not sure what that saying is, but I feel like I'm there. I've, I've definitely got away from our original, um, uh, plot on the podcast, but it's really where I'm at right now in life and I'm enjoying it. So I just want to share it with you that if you garden this summer and you found yourself not having enough pockets to hold your twine and your scissors and your seeds and all the things you need when you're out in the garden, Duluth Trading has you covered. Just order the gardening vest. It's totally worth it. I got the solid green one. They had some super cute patterns that I wanted to get, but the patterns did make them seem a little bit older lady to me. And I realized how ridiculous that sounds because I got one anyway. Um, but I picked a solid color because it seemed a little bit more hip. Not that I would wear it out anywhere, but um, I'll post a picture of some of my garden adventures while wearing my vest. And uh, you can see for yourself how amazing it is. Um, so along those lines, uh, another product that I want to review, that I've been reviewing, that I keep reviewing, that I still cannot excuse me, I still cannot find a solution for is deodorant. I kind of mentioned it last week that I feel like I'm just going to have to wear men's deodorant forever. I tried Perfectly Frank. I've tried Native. I have a new one I am trying and I, ha I have not been trying it long enough to have any complaints or um, any praises yet because I haven't really gotten sweaty enough in it to know. Um, I'm trying the new Clean Deo by Beauty Counter, which doesn't actually come out to the public until like January of 2021. So I don't feel like I can really share about it yet anyway, because you can't order it. Even if I loved it, you can't quite get it yet. Um, it's fine. It, it's working fine. I don't know that it's going to be the thing I can wear when I go to the hot yoga studio, but we'll see. Um, so far, the thing that works for me is men's Old Spice deodorant. And I know it has aluminum in it. I know it's bad for me, but it is the only thing that keeps me from smelling. And I so wish, I so wish Amanda was here because she... She's been wearing men's deodorant for years. I know she won't be upset for talking about this, and she may have mentioned it on a previous show, but there is just nothing that cuts it. So I don't know if it's I sweat more profusely than the next person, if my sweat is grosser than the next person, but women's deodorants do not cut it, and I want a woman's natural deodorant to cut it so I don't have the chemicals, and I'm just kind of fed up. So I want to hear your solutions. Tell me what you use that's good. And I, I've been on lots of blogs and lots of women's groups and they say, oh, native's the best. Oh, you know, this one's the best. And I've tried them all, but I always just end up smelling like a mixture of BO and lavender or a mixture of BO and fresh scent, whatever scent they put with it. It doesn't ever like completely mask the smell. And I don't want to smell my BO. I don't want to smell like that. So Clearly, I'm struggling. I need more coffee, but uh, I need advice. Tell me what you use. Tell me what's the best and not the best because someone else says it's the best and you don't actually sweat. I need somebody who, like me, sweats when they're packing up their kid to get out the door in the morning, and wakes up sweating at night because they're hot. Um, all the hormonal sweats, I've got them. 
all the, you know, wear a, a sweater that's normal for someone else, but ends up being a little too heavy for me sweats. I've got them. I need something to wear all the time. So anyway, send me what you know, send me your tricks. I have to know. I'll try all the products. I'll buy them all. I'll try them all. Promise. And I'll keep griping about it on this podcast until we find a solution. And I will say I, I have just started like I said, testing the beauty counter one, because I love all of their products. And I don't doubt that it won't, you know, that it'll be fantastic. But I haven't been working out enough or at all to be able to tell if it's going to cut it when I'm super sweaty. So we'll see. Yet to be determined. And to be honest, a couple of the days where I've been out, like knew I was going outside and going to go do something where it's going to be super hot, I just put on the Old Spice because I didn't even want to be wearing something else then stink and be frustrated and have to go reapply or whatever. So when I know I'm going to be in a situation where I'm going to sweat a lot, I just wear the men's deodorant because I know it's going to work. Lame, but true. Anyway, okay, so moving right along, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about this week is about doing something or making something. So I talked about my garden vest that I really like gardening in from Duluth Trading. And so it's fall. You can still get out and plant something. You can have some fall or winter um, vegetables and herbs you can plant in containers on your porch and your windowsill or out in your flower bed or if you're a full-on gardener get out there and plant some fall and winter crops that's my encouragement um, you could also do an art project or write or journal I just went down to Bentonville to Crystal Bridges which is completely insane incredible um, we went for the North Forest Lights which is a lighted forest um, tour at night and I really was impressed because I thought that it was just going to be like, I don't know, lights, like at, almost like at Christmas time, but I wasn't, I knew it wasn't Christmas themed clearly, but I wasn't really sure what to expect other than lights. And they had so much more. There was kind of interactive voice activated displays. There was tons of music, um, like vibrations and sounds. And it was just incredible. It was a total sensory experience and I highly recommend it. It's limited capacity due to COVID. You have to reserve your um, tickets in advance. They do sell out quickly, but they do go to late at night too. So if you make a trip, you can go like up to like 10 p.m. and still get in for a tour. So it's super, super unique and awesome, worth the drive. Um, and the next day we got up and went back to the museum for an actual, you know, full experience. And I loved seeing the Frank Lloyd Wright house that's there. Um, of course, there was tons of ch uh, Chihuly glass, which I'm a big fan of his. So I really enjoyed that. And then um, kind of on a take-home, do-it-yourself art note, I brought home my son a My Museum kit. They have these cute um, kits that either have painting in them or a craft or a sculpture in them, and they're to benefit the museum. I think I paid $40 for it, and we got the sculpture kit, and he's already made a couple of really cute sculptures. It has an um, interactive YouTube page that goes along with it and a place where you can upload a picture of your creation to Crystal Bridges. So highly, highly recommend. I think it, it's really a cool place. And um, we got to see a couple of special exhibits and the North Forest Lights, definitely worth the trip. It's a beautiful museum. The park system and the trail system around it is like nothing else in the entire country um, because of the Walton family living there and all their generous contributions to that Bentonville area um, where Walmart was founded. They really have a spectacular um, parks and rec department and the city itself is gorgeous we ate at um this farm to table restaurant called the preacher's son it was amazing we had a cauliflower roasted cauliflower appetizer that my friend brady hickman who's been on the show before she's going to try to recreate she's an excellent cook and um 
she's going to try to recreate the cauliflower for us. She's going to be testing recipes. So shout out Brandy. Once you master that cauliflower recipe, we'll have you back on the podcast to talk about it and share the deets. But anyway, so if you're wanting to get away for a little quick trip, if you're in the Midwest driving distance to Bentonville, um, highly recommend. We stayed at a, a loft hotel. It was reasonably priced. They, you know, you mask in the lobby, mask in the elevators. Your rooms are super clean. They were really t- cognizant of cleanliness. So there was no touch check-in and check-out. So um, definitely effortless to go travel there. <coughs> I need a cough button. Um when you're podcasting alone, the things you miss about having a producer and having your girlfriends here, the organic laughter and the ability to know that someone's going to edit that yucky cough out. Um, anyway, so again, if you are looking for a quick trip, I would highly recommend the Bentonville Rogers area. It was awesome. If you like biking or cycling, um, they have rental places you can rent bikes from. Most hotels even rent bicycles from there. Um it's just really um, easy to access trails and they have a lot of amenities meant for, you know, people enjoying the outdoors. So with COVID, it's nice to be able to keep to yourself, um, keep your distance and be outside and not have to worry about interacting with other people, anyone getting in your personal space, but still be able to enjoy like really stunning and spectacular views. And the town itself is just really great. So um, shout out to Marianne and Brandy for a great time. We went for two days and packed it all in, even got some shopping in and just had a really great time. And I appreciate the ability to travel with some friends and do something that seemed pretty normal. So go out this week and find something normal to do. And then till next week when I yak at you again, I'll give you a little preview of what we're talking about next week. So um, we're going to be making homemade pumpkin spice lattes. I make them a couple times a year. I may have made them last year on the show too. I need to go back and, and look, but um, I'm going to try them with oat milk this time and just a couple different recipes. I'm going for more less sugary pumpkin and a little bit more savory pumpkin, true pumpkin flavor. So we're going to give that a try. So stay tuned next week for all that. And then if I have any fellow Aldi shoppers out there, um, I'm obsessed with my Aldi finds and what they call the Isle of Shame. So next week, we'll be talking about all your favorite Aldi finds and the things you you gather that you buy that you don't need on the Isle of Shame at Aldi. So thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it so much. I look forward to um, connecting and growing with you as we continue to podcast so far alone, but be looking forward to bringing um, Brooke, Amanda, and Leah back soon. And we are booking some guests up for this fall. And as soon as Brandy masters that cauliflower recipe, we'll have her on as well. So um, thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you.